0: Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Tolly Pinnebaker. Thanks for joining us for this episode of 9 to Thrive HR. In this podcast, we team up with HR experts and reveal their takes on the most pressing issues facing talent management. This podcast is your outlet for learning the latest ways to solve challenges in your organization. Think about candidate experience and what it means for the talent acquisition success that you drive. Some HR professionals might think it's okay to skip solid reference checking, but today we'll share tips to help you take the pain out of the reference checking process. It's important for organizations to embrace the power of reference checking and how to use the latest technology to help you reduce time to hire and add value to the organization as a whole. Today we're joined by Michelle Reed, who's Chief Marketing Officer at Skill Survey. Michelle's a passionate leader who enjoys working for organizations that help customers drive performance and results. In addition to her experience in marketing, she's also held prior roles in software development, product management, college recruiting, and human resources. You might remember Michelle from the recent Skill Survey webcast during which she disproved seven myths of reference checking. So welcome Michelle, we're glad to have you back.
1: Thanks, Holly. I'm glad to be here. This is a topic that's definitely near and dear to to my heart and uh, all of us over at Skill Survey.
0: All right, let's find out what all you have to talk about. So let's dig deep into three of those seven myths. So first of all, naysayers believe references only provide positive feedback and they never hear any negative feedback on a candidate. What do you think about this?
1: Well, so I would tell you that we've actually seen, and our clients have seen more importantly, that using online reference checking really provides some honest and candid feedback about the candidates our clients are considering for their organization. And the reason for that, um, we believe, is because our solution, because it's online, it's using today's modern digital technologies, it allows the responses to be confidential and for all responses from references to be aggregated into a singular report. Also, as part of that process, the candidate signs off on a waiver, releasing the reference from any liability. Um, The reports themselves and the process that we take references through allows those references, who again, have been promised confidentiality, and they know that the candidate has signed a waiver, Um, They're allowed to provide comments on a candidate's areas of strength and areas of improvement. And some of the comments that we've seen in area improvement include things like, well, he could be effective if he was honest and not manipulative. Another reference provider has said, admit when she made mistakes and learn from it so it wouldn't be made again. Yet another said, can be stubborn at times and lacks flexibility. He'll continually argue his point until you see it from his side. And another one said, is sometimes negative and talks badly about others behind their backs. This has a negative impact on office morale overall. So this kind of feedback really helps organizations get a better picture of their candidates to make more informed hiring decisions. And then, you know, with some of the insights that are actually provided for areas of improvement, they're absolutely coachable challenges you know, every one of us has our flaws, right? We all have areas where we can do better and areas where we need improvement. Wouldn't it be nice if you knew about those areas when you're bringing a new candidate in? We see a lot of our clients who are actually incorporating this feedback that they get about areas of improvement into onboarding and training plans so that they know that someone perhaps has challenges with their presentation skills and needs to brush up on them or time management or delegation better to know that today on day one than to find out six months later and then have to put a development plan in place. Um, It can really help you have those new employees hit the ground running.
0: Yeah, so true, especially when development is so big these days. You know, we can use this online reference checking to find those weak points to really know what we might be working with when we get a new candidate on board. And so I have to ask as well, do you really think that taking that voice and that identification away from the employer and allowing them to do so confidentially online really makes all the difference in authentic feedback versus what might not be so true?
1: I think it really does. I think that the promise of confidentiality and knowing that there's a waiver, and I think a lot of it has to do with the way that we actually ask the questions. Um, They've actually been developed by a team of um, PhDs. So we have a team of IO psychologists on staff at Skill Survey who've developed these questions to make sure that we're asking them in a way where it's really uncovering strengths and areas of improvement. This is not necessarily about trying to throw someone under the bus. Um, because we all have areas where we can do better. Um, And it's really learning about that candidate and getting those insights and and who better really to surface those than the people who have worked with this individual um, in the past.
0: Got it. Makes total sense. Another common perception of reference checking that we hear quite often is that it's just a waste of time. Um, So what do you say to people who might think this?
1: Well, I would say if you are relying on what I would refer to as old school reference checking. So if you are um, making phone calls and you're doing it almost like a check the box kind of step at the end of the hiring process. Um, I, I would tend to agree, um, because at that point, you're really not looking to learn anything about your candidate. Uh, you're just trying to confirm what you've already learned about them. And in many cases, that's only going to be kind of name, rank, and serial number if you're actually making a phone call um, into an organization. So you'll learn about dates of employment, job title, length of employment. Um, but if you think about reference checking differently and you apply a different approach, it actually can be useful and predictive Um, because the reality really is no one knows better about how a person performs in a job role than the people who have worked side by side with that individual. So when you move the process online, um, the references are able to respond again with that confidentiality, knowing that a waiver has been signed Um, And with our solution, they're responding to a job specific survey. So the questions that they're being asked are very relevant to the work that this individual did with them previously. Um, And also time is really important. You know, you're not gonna get a lot of of value out of the kind of check the box at the end um, of a process. And it's also a challenge for references to respond during their busy days, right? We're all busy during the, the eight to five day. With a solution like ours, um, references can be contacted via text message or via email, and they can respond in a matter of minutes um, to an online um, questionnaire to really learn more about the soft skills and the competencies that are related to that individual and that particular role. And, you know, the the soft skills discussion um, has really helped us learn about candidate success. Um, and also can be predicted by their proficiency in four competency areas. So our IO psychologists um, have determined that professionalism, interpersonal skills, problem-solving and adaptability, and personal value commitment are all really critical to understanding how a person behaves in the workplace. And then if the candidate is a management or a leadership-type candidate, There's two additional competence areas that we dig into, and those are managing others and leadership. You know, if you think about the traditional phone call that you might make at the end of the hiring process, typically you're not going to dig into how they manage others, their leadership, problem-solving, adaptability, those sorts of things, Um, because candidly, in most cases, you don't want to uncover any additional information um, at, at the end of the process. So doing it earlier in the process can really help you learn about those individuals And our research um, indicates that it's actually predictive of success when you leverage our scientifically validated solution. We've actually helped our customers reduce first-year turnover for cause by 35%. So with online reference checking, you can actually take something that might normally be thought of as a low-value part of the hiring process and really transform it into a high-value, critical, and strategic step in your hiring process.
0: All right, awesome. And so you've told us quite a bit about an online platform for reference checking, really setting up that what you see is what you get kind of scenario for a potential employee. And you also mentioned how, you know, finding out what you see is what you get is that it can actually be predictive. Um, You did lead into that a little bit. Are there any more specifics you'd like to share there?
1: yeah so I, I think you know the, the one thing to realize there, and there's a ton of research that that is available on this, so hopefully you'll have a chance to listen to the webinar and look at some of the resources that were available on the myths. I won't dig into all of that research here, um, but there was a study that was done by Leadership IQ, and we found that that you know, they found that forty six percent of new hires fail within the first 18 months, right mostly for, due to lack of soft skills, which is all about how we interact with others in the workplace. Um, we also know that high failure rates um, and knowing that it's related to soft skills is challenging. We also know how expensive it is to actually replace someone, right? Anywhere from one to five times the person's salary. So it really does make it critical to hire that right person from the start. Um, and making sure that you're really learning as much as you can about that individual before you bring them into your organization. Um, A lot of the, the body of research, if you will, that exists on reference checking indicates that the ratings of others are significantly more predictive of our future success than our own ratings. Um, so we really apply that in a scientific way to really understand how that individual behaved in the workplace. Um, we help our clients compare that individual to other ratings um, and let them make a decision as to who will be the right fit based on how they were rated by their references. Um, in particular, you know, looking at um, the, the data of how we've been able to help Um, some of our customers. Um, There's one um, online um, technology firm, right, a top tech firm. They saved $3.9 million by making better hiring decisions. Um, One major US retailer saved nearly a half a million dollars by selecting their strongest candidates for its store managers. And then hospitals tend to have higher HCAP scores. So the the HCAPs, those are related to um, patient satisfaction. Um, When we look at hospitals who are using our solution, they're rated higher in nine out of 10 areas of patient quality than hospitals that don't use our solution. Um, So really is helping them hire better so that they're able to perform better when they're in their organizations. And and for hospitals that really comes down to um, the RNs and the nurses in particular, since it's one of the biggest areas of hiring in healthcare, Um, And we have really seen that that shortage in nurses has been severe and can cost hospitals millions of dollars annually. Um, We know that nurse candidates with lower competency ratings from references and fewer references who respond are three and a half times more likely to be terminated for cause within the first year um, than those with higher ratings and greater reference compliance. So there's a ton of data. Um, that actually indicates the predictive nature of the work we do, and it's absolutely fascinating um, and really can help boost the confidence of the talent acquisition and recruiting professionals who are using our technology.
0: That's all very interesting. And so when you talk about the predictive nature, this might be a little off topic, but I do think back to a time that I was in a management role and legally I was only able to verify that sure enough, so-and-so did work for so-and-so company during so-and-so time. I was not able to legally offer any positive or negative feedback there. So have you ran into that situation or have you run into that situation before? And why might that be?
1: Yeah. So so occasionally we do run into, there, there are challenges that we'll run into where um, folks are concerned, maybe the candidate is concerned about disclosing to their current employer. Um, they don't want them to respond to the reference. There have been people who say, oh, well, we can't, you know, we simply can't respond to Um, a reference request because of concerns over litigation, which is why in our solution we are seeking the consent of the candidate and they do sign off on that legal waiver. Um, And I think that two-stage of, I know that the candidate is part of this, they're well aware, they have authorized and they've signed off on a waiver, um, tends to allow people to take a breath and relax um, just a bit. And we're also asking in particular about their behaviors Um, in the workplace to really get an understanding of those soft skills. So it's a little bit different than making that phone call and asking um, open-ended questions, if you will. And I think, you know, a lot of that concern over can I say anything really comes down to compliance, right? Concerns with compliance. And one of the other things we know is anything that's done pre-hire, before you actually hire someone, Really should be job specific, and that is one of the, the key tenets of our um, predictive solution is it is job specific, and making sure that you're asking questions that are really relevant to the tasks that that individual would be doing um, in that job is critical for all parts of the hiring process. And the same applies within reference checking, making sure that it is relevant to the work that will be done, and then making sure that every candidate and every reference is treated the same. So the same questions are asked for each candidate of every reference. That consistency um, and the job specificity really helps with the the level of compliance that you have in your hiring process.
0: Great information there, Michelle. Thanks so much. And so let's take this discussion to a little bit more of a broad point of view so what tips would you offer to generally improve the reference checking process?
1: Yeah so I, I think the things to keep in mind are whenever you can get multiple perspectives right so don't just ask for one reference um, from the candidates that you're that you're talking about. hear from multiple people and the other thing is not just managers. So don't just talk to managers or supervisors, the people that your candidate has worked for. Also talk to coworkers and direct reports because the reality is they observe the candidate daily. And in in many cases, they're the ones who are um, interacting with that individual and are impacted by those behaviors Um, many times more often than even the direct supervisor is. Um, And and then, as I just mentioned, from a compliance perspective, make sure that you're asking every reference the same question and the same questions across your candidates so that you have feedback to compare, right? You don't want to ask different people different questions because that really creates a challenge for you when you're trying to, particularly if you've got two really strong candidates and you're trying to determine who's going to be the better fit for your organization. Um, It really comes down to that learning and making sure that there's consistency um, in that process is, is really critical. And then I think the last couple things I would say is, you know, focus on the soft skills that are relevant to the role. So this really gets to the heart of understanding what's going to be relevant for that job. Talk to the hiring manager, get to know the team, learn a little bit about how they interact with one another so that you have a sense of, is this person and, and the way that they operate, are they going to fit well Um, within that organization. And then where you can, do reference checking earlier in the process. Don't do it at the end of the process once you've already fallen in love with your candidate, because worst cases, you might learn something that's going to send you back to the starting line, and nobody wants to do that. If we're going to learn something about a candidate that might make us think twice, it's better to learn that earlier in the process So I would say at a minimum, um, do that checking before you go into that final round of interviews so that you really can get some value um, out of the, the reference checks that you are conducting.
0: A great final reminder there just about the whole wasting time thing. You know, why not find out something earlier rather than later so that you don't have to almost start all over again? So let's say, Michelle, that we're at that point where someone is sold. You know, they're ready to go to this online route what are some of the things people should look for when they do consider an online reference checking solution?
1: Yeah. So I would say one of the first things is just make sure that the solution is asking the right questions. You don't want to put your organization at risk for um, you know, any EOC claim, right? Anything that you are doing pre-hire really does need to be job-specific. So look for a solution that's going to ask job-specific questions. Um, that are particularly related to the actual activities that that individual would be doing in that role. Um, the other thing is, you know, in, in, in HR and talent acquisition today, there are so many different technologies that are being used. Um, so make sure that it integrates with your existing HR solution. So, can you build um, that technology into your existing workflow, right, to help streamline that process? So important um, today. And then ask for evidence. Um, of a supportive customer service team, right? Are you gonna get the support that you need if you've got questions? Um, and then the other thing is, determine who's actually developed these. So are they being developed? Are the questions that you would be asking your candidates? Have they been developed by a team of IO psychologists? Is there, in essence, science behind it um, that, you, that you will be able to um, leverage um, as you're really learning more about your candidates? The other thing, any technology, make sure that it's secure and reliable um, and that your data is safe. Um, and then anything that you can learn about that's gonna help your organization make more informed hiring decisions through analytics. So dig in and understand what they're gonna be able to report on. You know, are, they, are they also providing other tools that are gonna support the hiring process like behavioral interview guides? Um, are you able to compare candidates um, and see how you know, they're all rated, particularly if you've got some really strong candidates in the running, um, which ones are stronger in different areas, and does that matter um, you know, if, if one is stronger in communications, um, but you know one of the other ones is stronger with problem solving and adaptability. Um, understanding what your organization needs and being able to see those types of comparisons is really critical. And then I'd say, you know, making sure that there is validity. So have there, have there been scientific research done on the data that actually um, proves that that process is predictive of post-hire success is so important. And, and then finally, one of, I think, that the add-on bonuses that can become um, a great tool for talent acquisition and recruiting specialists going forward is... Does the reference checking solution once it's online, does it actually allow you to capture passive candidates? That's another huge benefit of moving this type of um, feature online. Are you able to ask those references that they might be interested to opt into um, your talent pool? Might they be interested um, in learning more about your organization? And, and make sure it goes kind of beyond just capturing the name. You know, can, can you send branded communications? Does it build a pipeline and a dashboard um, for referral submission and email nurturing? And there's so many things that are so important when you're engaging potential new candidates for your organization. Make sure that those providers are really able to help you build that relationship.
0: All right. Well, that's just about all the time we have left today. So, Michelle, thank you so much for speaking with our audience. Yeah, thanks so much
1: for having me, Holly. Um, this has been great. I, I, I love speaking on this topic. It is, it is definitely near and dear to my heart. And for those of you who might still be reluctant, even after listening to me try to bust these three common myths about reference checking, you can actually try our solution free no strings attached for 30 days, simply go to skillsurvey.com slash it. so T-R-Y-I-T, and you can sign up for a free 30-day trial of our solution.
0: All right, thanks again, Michelle. And so folks, don't forget, there's plenty of free content available at hci.org, which will help you on your path to becoming a strategic HR practitioner. Please be sure to subscribe to this podcast if you enjoyed today's episode. You can find HCI on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and on the YouTube channel, HCI Talent. If you're listening on iTunes, we'd love to get your rating and review. It helps other professionals and talent-minded people discover the program. We'd like to close by saying thank you to our listeners for spending some time with us and for all of HCI. Thanks for listening.